0: now is tracking US stock index futures higher. Um, The SX200 up about three quarters of a percent. The Nikkei 225 in Japan is up about 0.9%. The Cosby in South Korea also rallying 0.9%. And according to the futures markets, the Hang Seng is going to add about 160 points at the open. That's around 0.6%. In the commodities markets, gold right now is at $1,870 an ounce, slightly lower than the New York close. And Brent crude oil is more or less flat, with the New York close at $48.88 a barrel. Just before I go, let me tell you about tomorrow's Money Talk. We're launching the Radio 3 auction in aid of Operation Santa Claus, that's our annual charity, which is jointly run by RTHK and the South China Morning Post. And during Money Talk tomorrow at 8.15, we're going to launch a 24-hour auction. You can bid for some fabulous things that have been donated by local business and companies. Uh, I'll be joined by Jim Thompson, the founder and chairman of Crown Worldwide Group, who will open the auction on the dot at 8.15. All the proceeds will go towards helping our 19 deserving op center charities. You can see some of the things that are available to bid on by going to the Radio 3 homepage. That's rthk.hk forward slash Radio 3. And if you click on the auction website, the link to the auction website right at the top of our Radio 3 page, you'll see all the things that are on offer. You can't start bidding until 8.15 tomorrow morning. And then on Friday morning in Money Talk, we'll close the auction and tell you how much we've raised. Lots of the Radio 3 presenters with some special things going on throughout the day to help promote the radio 3 auction so do please join in and have a lot of a lot of fun uh, back chat's coming up very shortly with Hugh Chiverton and Nixie Lamb let me give you an update on the weather forecast just before I go mainly cloudy bright periods during the day maximum temperature of about 22 degrees outlook is it to be mainly cloudy with a few rain patches in the next few days it's 19 degrees right now 67 percent relative humidity it's 8 32 here's Samantha Butler with the half hour news
1: a public hospital doctor says intensive care units are almost at 80% occupancy, which is a dangerous level. Aracena Ma, the president of the Public Doctors' Association, said most of the severe coronavirus patients were those aged above 60.
2: According to the figures from hospital authority, our intensive care unit is almost reaching 70 to 80% occupancy at this moment. For intensive care units, this level of occupancy is already quite dangerous. So everyone tried to rationalise the admission to the intensive care unit and also looking for more extra back for intensive care units.
1: From tomorrow, gyms and beauty salons will shut for at least two weeks while people can't dine in at restaurants from 6pm. The government also has the power to lock down places where there are clusters of infections to prevent people leaving without taking a test. There were 100 new cases yesterday, 95 of which were local infections. National Health Service officials in Britain say thousands of vaccinations have taken place on the first day of a mass coronavirus inoculation programme. 96-year-old Aubrey Bess is one of them.
3: It's a wonderful day, a wonderful day. Next year I've got two great-grandchildren coming, so I'll be able to go and see them. That's going to be marvellous. And another thing is, I love shopping, and I'll be able to go shopping. <laughs>
1: Britain is the first nation in the world to administer a fully tested jab. The government has ordered 40 million doses with 800,000 in the first batch. The US President-elect Joe Biden has outlined his plans to combat a deepening coronavirus health emergency, which has left record numbers of Americans dead or in hospital. He promised that in his first 100 days, 100 million Americans would be vaccinated. Mr Biden urged the US Congress to approve more funding to deal with the crisis, which he warned might well get worse.
0: Without urgent action by this Congress this month to put sufficient resources into vaccine distribution and manufacturing, there's a real chance that after an early round of vaccinations, the effort will slow and stall.
1: You're listening to the news on RTHK.
4: Good morning and welcome to Chat. I'm Hugh Chiverson, your co-host today, Nixie Lam. Nixie, good morning to you. Good morning. Today we're talking about invigorating Island South. In the recent policy address, the chief executive unveiled a plan to transform the South Side into, quote, a place full of vibrancy, vigour and velocity for people to work, live and explore new ideas and have fun. Among the many suggestions, one of the key projects is to revitalise the Jumbo Floating Restaurant, which has recently been donated to Ocean Park at no cost. Apart from that, cultural and leisure facilities in the vicinity of Aberdeen and Wong Chuk Hang, including the Typhoon Shelter and Aberdeen Promenade, will be enhanced. There are plans for a water sports centre at a site in Sheko and a water taxi even connecting attractions. Well, what do you make other proposals? Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page. That's Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. Or you can email us, backchat at rthk.com. HK or you can give us a call and our number is 233 88266 join the conversation 233 88266 we've had some requests over uh, recent weeks for a little bit of good news uh, for a little bit of a uh, positive thinking uh, in Hong Kong so we're going to solve that uh, tomorrow uh, we hope we're going to be talking the first part of the program uh, a little bit about uh, making Hong Kong uh, happier talking to uh, the experience of uh, Finland and then after nine the best news of all we've got Father Christmas himself joining us uh, in in the studio, it's also the day of the uh, Radio Three fundraising uh, auction, and uh, uh, maybe you could commit to uh, uh, placing a bid if you want to talk to uh, Santa Claus. He will be with us, as I say, between nine and nine thirty. A chance for the kids to uh, call up and uh, talk to the man himself, so Father Christmas. Father Christmas joining us between nine and nine thirty in the programme tomorrow to today's business joining us now in our central studio we have paul Zimmerman, a southern district councillor and judy Chan, a former southern district councillor alan zeman and others will be joining us later in the program uh paul Zimmerman, good morning morning thanks for joining us uh what do you make of these plans
5: Well, the plans reflect uh, very much uh, a a set of ideas that have been proposed in the Southern District Council over the last 10 years, Um, and uh, they focus really on reinvigorating the economy of the uh, the Southern District. You have to uh, note that... um, the population and the job opportunities in the Southern Districts are around Aberdeen Harbour. Uh, that's where the, uh, the, the greatest agglomeration of, of people, but also the greatest agglomeration of the jobs uh, are. Uh, 70 to 80% of the jobs in the Southern Districts are located immediately around the Aberdeen Harbour. And many of them are associated with the Aberdeen Harbour. So uh, there's quite a lot of uh, the local residents that are employed locally. And
4: um, Sorry, doing what sort of thing? Uh, uh, uh,
5: building boats, uh, okay. uh, taking people on tours, go, uh, fishing, fish restaurants, um, the, the jobs around uh, the, the harbour that are associated with the marine uh, industry. And, and then there are, of course, the jobs that are somewhat associated, suppliers and shops and ch- ships handlers and so on that are in, in the area. So that, that larger area. And then, of course, we have the new growth in uh, Wong Chuk Hang, uh, in terms of the uh, the commercial properties that have, that have come up there. And, of course, Ocean Park is a very large employer. So the, um, uh, the, there was always going to be a need for rethinking how we grow the economy of the Southern District and that, that, uh, that the thinking was that we needed to focus that around the Aberdeen Harbour, that if we wanted to grow jobs in the Southern District, we have to re- really rethink what happens around the Aberdeen Harbour and for a long time, we have suggested that the model that was applied in, in uh, Kowloon East, which is to set up an energising Kowloon East office, that a similar office could be set up for uh, for, the, for the Southern District, uh, say energising Aberdeen Harbour. Um, and I remember years ago that Nick C and I and uh, several other district councillors were together in, at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a, one of the universities and we had a big discussion. So how do you grow... How do you grow the economy of a district? How do you collaborate with government? And the idea that we needed to set up these kind of offices under the Development Bureau to help the different district councils to grow the economy in their individual districts was a good idea. And we have made those recommendations to government. So it's good to see that government now has agreed to do that. I'm not sure that it is because we made all of those ideas and proposals in the past. I think it's very much under pressure of job losses and the risk of job losses at Ocean Park and the risk of having to close down Ocean Park. um, That is giving a lot of pressure. There's a lot of new developments associated with Ocean Park, the new hotels that are being built, uh, the water world that is being built, uh, that basically is idle money. Um, if the economy doesn 't come back and they sit there idle and still, and um, uh, the basically everybody loses money, so i think it's it's under pressure of those uh, these developments that uh, that the government has taken this, these steps but i 'm very good i'm good it 's good to see that our ideas now finally are uh, materializing
6: and what, what exactly are those ideas i mean like when you mentioned earlier it 's more about like fishery related jobs that was actually existing and uh and and what brings into the new area, like like the Wan area, there's a lot of commercial buildings, and know some media companies actually move into that areas as well. So what sort of like is there any particular like industry that, that um, like like you guys are actually looking at to to build up the community there?
5: I don't think there is immediately a clear industry focus. There's a couple of foci uh, that we can uh, can identify in terms of the opportunities. And the first opportunity is, of course, we've got a whole bunch of new MTR stations in the Southern District around Aberdeen Harbour. And we've got more to come. We're going to get more MTR stations around the MTBD. So it's going to be one of the best served areas in terms of public transport in the future. So that provides... Uh, a great opportunity looking ahead. The second that we looked at is growing the Aberdeen Harbour itself. So the sheltered water in Aberdeen Harbour is full. Uh, You cannot put more boats in it. So how can we grow the sheltered water? So once you have more boats in the area and by uh, putting new breakwaters, you can add on about 650 boats. Uh, that's multi- their multiplier of these boats is is significant in terms of jobs around the Aberdeen Harbour related to the marine industry. So that and that taps directly into an existing industry that is there. And then there is of course the redevelopment opportunities that are around the Aberdeen Harbour, the upgrading of buildings from the industrial buildings in Tin Wan, the industrial buildings in, in Wong Chuk Heng, that they are going to be redeveloped. Um, and then there is a couple of idle sites uh, that uh, that are immediately available. There's a large site along the waterfront of, uh, of Apley Chow that uh, we like to see very much put to public use so people can enjoy the harbor better. And there's some sites at the, at the entrance of Ocean Park that's uh, is currently used for temporary bus bus bay so there's some idle sites. Um, so those are kind of like the opportunities that you have and then uh, that uh, that the government likes to tap into and to help with that process they will set up a special office under the development bureau which then allows um, a real focus of of resources in government and decision making in government to help the process along so we're happy with that
4: J- Judy Chan good morning to you good morning thanks for, for joining us I get the impression there's kind of lots of little bits here there's the there's the, there's the quarry in cheko I've never heard of that before mm-hmm. um there's, there's talk about you know Wong Shuk Han, there's the there's the walkway there's the floating restaurant there's ocean park. I don't see how they add up to very much There's so many kind of different pulling in different directions. Can you really talk about the South side attractions being united you know amounting to something together?
7: Uh, well, I think one, you know, the biggest attraction of the South Side would probably be the Ocean Park and the mm-hmm. Jumbo. So I do appreciate the um, government's idea of uh, giving an, a, another chance, a second chance for uh, Ocean Park and the Jumbo to reborn. Um, but I do um, I do have some concerns over, uh, uh, I mean, like Paul said, uh, uh, there are... A lot of uh, contributions on the economic side, but I do have more concerns about uh, it, whether it is sustainable, sustainable for the ocean park. Because uh, when we look at the ocean park's uh, financial situation, I mean, even before the pandemic or before uh, last year, it was dropping. The visitor was dropping, and uh, Jumbo was wasn't in a good shape as as well. Um, so. Um, my my concern was uh, how the government is going to reposition the Ocean Park. I mean, uh, Edward Yao mentioned a lot of uh, about you know cutting the course, um, uh, cutting down the uh, uh, the theme park area, and and bus- uh, boosting the um, education area. So, uh, its Ocean Park is going to really. Uh, have a, a a big change? I think uh, you know. I, it's still yes? Maybe I, I I need to wait and see. It's too soon to tell. Did, did
4: he, I'm sorry. Did he talk about cutting down the theme park bit? I know we were talking about kind of boosting the educational bit. But was there a suggestion of? Move, move yeah,
7: th- yeah. He mentioned that uh, back okay. in back in May uh, when he was trying to get more uh, loan from the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: yeah. So the the, uh, the rights are expensive to maintain. Uh, so you've got to reallocate your resources uh, as as the as the income has dwindled. But well, I think we've got to give Laming Ming Wai some time. He's he has uh, he's expressed uh, a plan that he has, and one is to open up the gates. Uh, so we basically remove the the, uh, the outer gates.
6: Administration gate. fee, yeah. And mm. then
5: uh, you basically you pay as you go for the individual facilities. I think that's an interesting an interesting concept. He likes to open up more different pathways through the park. Mm. Um, so you basically you allow the area to become an area where people can enjoy themselves and not necessarily having to enjoy each individual ride. So I think he has a plan and i think we've got to give that plan a bit of time um, you know it would be a shame to close the doors and say give up on ocean parks so. sure but well, co- yeah, you know
4: course. conceptually you've got so you've got two loss making institutions. You've got Ocean Park and you've got the um, floating Jungle. restaurant well, and, you, okay. and you join them together and you expect them to make money. You mm-hmm. know, and it the,
6: doesn't connect anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no
4: and there's no connection between them Well, I think except you that you could choose the fish in fish. Ocean Park <laughs> and then <laughs> eat them at the restaurant.
5: Well, I mean, that's, that you, you can make jokes about this uh, in, in many ways but the, um, I, I see it slightly different. Uh, We've got Waterworld coming up on the, at Aberdeen Harbour side of Ocean Park. Uh, We've got the Fullerton Hotel mm-hmm. being opened up on Aberdeen Harbour side and we've got the Jumbo restaurant that kind of sits there uh, the best connection between that area and the MTR station at Appledge Chow would be via Aberdeen Harbour via marine transport um, and then you got the Jumbo restaurant sitting right there on that pathway so I, I, I think there is there is good opportunity there and the Jumbo restaurants, yes um, I mean it had migrated from a, from a place that was loved by the locals to a place that was uh, uh, inundated with, with uh, tourists. And then when all that disappeared, basically there was no more business left. Uh, the locals had no longer a uh, love for the, for eating there.
7: Because the <laughs> no, actually there's no contradiction because I, I went to the ocean park um, uh, restaurants, uh, they actually are promoting the sustainable fisheries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a... Good fit. Yeah.
5: And we, and we know, so MELCO uh, was, was <laughs> they, they got an operating cost, a baseline operating cost of maintaining the vessels, keeping them afloat for about 10 million for every three years, if you can call it including the repairs. So they were, they were looking for off- offloading it, but they, 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 you know it's great to see they haven't sold it to somebody who then... You know, drags the boat all the way to the Philippines like it did in the past. Uh, <laughs> is it mobile?
4: <laughs> could you, can, can you move it?
5: Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually it goes it off. floating. It does, it does. It
6: does. Move.
5: It goes off its mooring every three years oh, okay. for a complete yeah. overhaul at the shipyard. So you could
4: take it to Ocean Park.
5: You could move
6: it. You, take you, it to and do a little parade. And get
5: well, that that is, it's it's a cumbersome process to to drag it around, <laughs> uh, but it's it's it gets moved every every three years for mm-hmm. repairs and maintenance. And um, yeah, so it could be relocated if if, if people consider the location that can be improved on. So yeah, there's things things can be done. But it's good to see we we the proposal from us has been to Malcol um, that an NGO would pick up, uh, take over the. Facility if they would make a donation because an NGO could... Uh, within that 10 million basic cost probably operate the uh, the, the vessels at um, at at least without making a loss uh, and it's good to see that they have done it they have in, in the end decided that ocean park would be the best kind of ngo to donate the, the ship to.
4: okay well w- with us is uh, alan Zeman uh, former chairman of course of uh, ocean park chairman of the, the landqui fund group mr Zeman good morning to you good morning uh, so what what do you make of this how would you integrate how can you get a kind of reformed, reformed thought ocean park to be part of a, of a whole sort of island south conglomeration
8: well I think the island south um, is really one of the uh, best areas uh, in Hong Kong it's got such beautiful scenery um, it's connected now by the uh, the island south uh, MTR line which <laughs> I helped to get for the for the South Island um, it's totally opened up the whole south island it's the south island has a charm not only ocean park but uh as uh, uh paul had said earlier y- you've got uh, what the what the public does not know is water world is coming and it was supposed to be open already by now but because of uh, uh delays and and the protest last year and all the other things that went on uh things slowed down and so um it, it will be opened uh next year um hopefully uh for the summer and uh it's probably one of the best water parks in the world probably the best in the world uh, nobody really has seen it the public has not seen it yet but it, there's been some photos of it it's amazing and and uh and then uh the Fullerton hotel um i pass by there every weekend and it's also um, under construction but right on the water it's going to totally change the whole area along with ocean park you now have um and you have the marriott hotel so you've got two hotels you've got uh, the park uh, going through transformation um some locals some still the rides and 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 uh, still having the conservation all the things that ocean park has stood for the environment and uh, and and, uh, and then you've got, uh, of course, uh, the new water world that will open up. That will uh, bring uh, locals for sure. Uh, young people will just love it. And I remember the, the the old water park that we had, uh, water world that we had at Ocean Park before it closed down. And this is probably ten times the size of that, and we, indoor and outdoor. And so um, this is one aspect. And then you can build around that, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, some of the fishing boats uh, in, in, in A- Aberdeen uh, are also very, very charming. Uh, it's good to go, to go along there. Uh, you can redo the fish market that is in Aberdeen on, on, on the waterside. That can also be open to, you know, to doing it as uh, other places around the world have Redone some of the fish markets, and they've become uh, uh, attractions uh, both for locals and tourists. And and uh, and of course now um, <laughs> they've included uh, the uh, the new restaurant uh, that that uh, has been uh, unfortunately become derelict the last few the last year or so. Um, and and uh, you know and so there's the it's 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 a huge. Uh, Place and uh, I think that uh, it's, it's uh, you know things can be done with that, especially with uh, Ocean Park taking charge of it. The uh, uh, having having.
4: Uh, what what about that? Move, what about that move uh, away from the uh, the rides and the attractions towards the educational side of Ocean well, Park? Well, I think you?
8: I think it's both sides. I mean, if you just try to do the educational side, uh, uh, I think you have both. And and some people just like the educational side. Some people still love the rides. I mean, everywhere I go, people just stop me. Don't you know, the ex chairman? Please don't close Ocean Park. We love Ocean Park, and and they love. It, it's it's very special, and uh, and so I think that if you just concentrate on the educational side, which is very, very important. We always did. Conservation education has always been important. I don't think you'll be able to... But we were hearing that the rides are more expensive. I don't think you'll be able to survive. I don't think you'll be able to pay the the bills.
4: Well, okay, but we were hearing that the rides were the expensive ones. Maintaining them was a big cost. Is that right?
8: They are... (laughs) they are it's it's half half i mean you've got the land you've got everything if you just have uh, the conservation site uh, you know you've got the fish tanks you know because education is all about education the public educating the public on on um, what you know the uh, the animals that they that they have and, and and how important it is to sustain them and so um,
4: yeah, i mean i mean basically isn't the story of ocean park that it was it was designed as an attraction for hong kong people um, you principally turned it into a kind of a, a mass attraction for tourists, uh, well, I mean, and we, and now we've got to choose no, I, 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 th- I beg to differ with that. Mm-hmm. It was
8: not just tourists. I mean, we had half of uh, half of the when I was there, half the attendance was local, half the attendance was tourists, and so and so it wasn't just turned into tourists. And, and I mean, at that time, uh, you know, when I was there, we had seven and a half million. Uh, uh, People attending, you know, coming through Ocean Park's gates, and and, uh, and that's almost the population of Hong Kong, and and uh, and then we we instituted something that for locals that uh, on your birthday you can come in for free. Uh, we had all these things: uh, people over sixty could could get in for free. Mm. You know, all these things that uh, that uh, help the locals as well. Well, and okay, so, okay. I, so I don't really say think say it, say it, it was 50
4: Okay, sure, okay, say say it was fifty-fifty. I mean, yeah. it, it, is that the kind of thing you would imagine? would be viable going forward. Will there be the tourists there? Will there be people wanting to come to Hong well, Kong? Well, hopefully the millions? Hong Kong
8: does not have tourism.
4: Yeah, but you're do better than Hong hopefully. Hong Kong will be
8: dead. I mean, if we don't have tourism,
4: mm. no city. Well, uh, well <laughs> uh, Hong Kong, really?
8: look at New York, look at London, look at all the major cities in the world. Well, we used to have a
4: lot less tourism, and we seemed to do okay. We weren't well, dead then. Well, I'm,
8: I'm, sh- I'm not sure. Going forward, you know, you look at you look at. Uh, well, exactly, going cities. forward,
4: uh, maybe, listen, we listen, listen, maybe we don't need them. Maybe We need to, to get do out else.
8: of that rut of thinking of, oh, we don't want tourists. In, in Hong Kong. I mean I think that 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 is is very narrow minded and most cities we're not a village. Yeah but we we're, have to be we're realistic a major international city and, and, and tourism helps to create jobs. But it's not just a
4: question of what we want, is it? It's a question of whether they will be there, whether that's well, a realistic of course. proposition. Well, I mean, we've
8: got to do things to, you know, for, for the good of everybody's employment and jobs, we've got to do things to attract, make Hong Kong very attractive, that people want to come, people want to live here. Both, it's a combination of both. Mm. And I'm not just saying we should have become a tourist place. That's not me. I mean, I mean, of course, locals first, always. But, but, for sure, we need to have a a, a hybrid between both both uh, tourism and locals. I mean, that's something that's really important for any major city yeah, I, I could point out every major city around the world. everybody fights for tourism. And, and that that creates jobs. It, it brings more income into people. Yeah, and well, it, it I think that every city.
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, the every city has had to learn that uh, cheap mass tourism is can oh, be very destructive. Exactly. You
8: know, I'm not saying to go for cheap Sh- mass no, no,
5: no, no. But uh, let's yeah. just. But that's that's where the problem li- lies isn't it? Uh, you know, bus bus uh, bus coaches full of people running through Ocean Park for for an hour, t- and and then no, and but then going. That was a poor side. Uh,
8: when, when we were exciting when we had, when Tom Erman was here, when the, he was the CEO, and, and we had, there was, a, there was just a magic there. Listen, we won Best Theme Park, uh, the Applause Award, Best in the World, you know.
5: And my sons grew up in, yeah. at Ocean at Park I, with, an annual, with an annual pass, but yeah. my, my, my third child, my daughter, I went there one day and we had to leave the Ocean Park because we were almost trampled by the bus tourism that we're, we're, we're running through. So we don't want to want to go back to that. We also don't want to go back to these coaches standing all over the south side, and, and the guys leaving their lunch boxes all over the place and blocking blocking transport. We don't want to go back there oh, well, either. Not- so we don't want to go back to that kind of cheap tourism model and we don't so and I think everybody's very clear about that the residents are clear about that, the people who are in the district council are very clear about that and I hope Ocean Park will be clear about that too, we don't want to go back to that model
8: Nobody's going back to uh, getting cheap tourists here I mean that's not really what Hong Kong is all about anymore we're an expensive city now so it's not cheap city uh, cheap tourists coming around and it's really attracting uh, where Hong Kong is now going is trying to attract tourists that have money, that have uh, you know better classes, more, and and with China opening up uh, and more and more tourists uh, traveling, it's not just the cheap tourists that they're traveling. There's very you know they're, they're the tourists around the world. Every city is trying to cater to the mainland tourists. It's not the cheap tour, no. tourists that they're that they're they're catering to. The, the opportunity,
5: yeah, you know, the opportunity of invigorating island south, and I think that's really there. Is that now with with COVID and people doing their staycations, we people start to discover the beauty and the fantastic opportunities oh. of Island South. And it basically have always been there. Island South has been the first marine sports uh, recreation area in Hong Kong before Sai Kung took off. And uh, so we're going to rediscover our beautiful beaches, our fantastic hikes, our our uh, the, the fantastic waters around the South Side, and how oh. Aberdeen can be the real center oh, of my this.
8: Whole, my whole life. I've lived on Island South as we speak yep. now. I'm, I'm uh, here looking out at the water from my exactly. house, Exactly. and so I can tell you, Island South is, has a very special meaning for me. And and I, I know, and I've said earlier, it's the, probably the best place, <laughs> yeah, as far as I'm concerned. You know, the natural scenery. And I agree with you. You know, there, there's so much. Even even the village in, in in Aberdeen, you know, can really be can really be upgraded. And 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 there's so much that can be done at Play Chow. All, all these. Uh, things, are, uh, you know, around water sports and, and water things, uh, it's, it's, it leads into Deepwater Bay and Repulse Bay and Stanley. I mean, uh, you know, there, there's uh, there's a general affiliation, you know, uh, and I think it's a great idea now to have uh, to really upgrade uh, the whole Aberdeen uh uh, Island South area.
4: Okay. Well, Alan Zeman, many thanks for joining us. Former chairman of uh, Ocean Park, chairman now of the the Kwai Fong Group. Uh, another district councillor, and uh, others will be joining us uh, after the news at nine. Stick around. We want to hear from you. Call us with your thoughts, your questions, and your comments. Two three three eight eight two six six is the number. And don't forget follow the Christmas in the chair this time tomorrow between nine and nine thirty. Santa Claus himself will be uh, answering your questions, especially from children. Uh, of course, uh, give us a call then, or you could even email. Him backchat at rthk.hk That's our Father Christmas tomorrow between 9 and 9.30 is a Christmas special for Operation Santa Claus uh, The weather, mainly cloudy A couple of light rain patches this morning and at night Bright periods during the day Temperatures up to 22 degrees 19 degrees at the latest with a relative humidity now
5: 71% The questions are being asked over whether earlier this year His administration actually passed up a chance to buy enough of the Pfizer vaccine for everyone in the US
1: You're listening to the news on RTHK.
4: Welcome back back chat this Wednesday morning. A reminder that uh, this time tomorrow Father Christmas will be here. Yes, in support of uh, Operation Santa Claus, our charity campaign uh, tomorrow, and uh, for a little bit of uh, light relief and something for the children as well. Uh, Father Christmas himself will be here to, uh, and you can grill him or do whatever you want with him. Uh, back chat at rthk.hk uh, uh, is the uh, email address if you want to send a, a message to him, or even better, you just pick up the phone, um, give it to your child. Uh, and uh, they can put questions 23388266 uh is the number we're talking this morning about plans to uh, uh, reinvigorate uh, island south uh, for uh, leisure and uh, tourism Uh, purposes. Uh, We're going to continue that discussion uh, in just uh, a moment. Uh, Just before we do, uh, just a couple of emails related to our discussion yesterday uh, about uh, politics. Matthew says, "Uh, I'm still perplexed as to why Herman uses the term Maoist to insult and denounce those he disagrees with. Shouldn't this be a compliment? Herman, can you... Please explain how Minia junior Wolf a Log- junior wolf warrior logic works on this one. It seems dangerously close to the NSL line to insult the chairman. I guess you're safe, but I don't get it. That is from uh, Matthew and uh, Herman uh, himself says uh, on Tuesday's back chat, Ilaria Maria Sala basically said that one could not compare the bad laws of other countries with Hong Kong's perhaps acknowledging that the national security laws of some democratic countries are really horrible but she didn't really offer much if any substantive counter-argument other than her assertion which she made so fervently it may be wondered if she either wanted to cover a lack of research or because, my suggestion to compare, contradicted an immutable pre-existing narrative the fact is, in performing legal research Comparing specific laws of one country with their counterparts in another. For example, Europe's privacy legislation with America's is commonly done. So, why does this not apply to national security laws? I await Ms. Seller's storied legal opinion with bated breath. That is from Herman. Thank you very much indeed uh, for that. And a couple of comments on uh, today's program. Uh, Michael says, Dear Backchat, yet another government plan for something that should be left to market forces rather than to cater to special interests. An idea for a programme. Why does backchat conduct, Why does not Backchat conduct an audit of the promises and forecasts of the various white elephants with the reality today? Perhaps Mike Rouse can host it from Disneyland. That is from uh, Michael. And Richard II says, I'm a bit bemused to hear Alan Zeman call Ocean Park an environmental site. I'm sure he thinks that's the case, but I'm not convinced. My office in one island south views Ocean Park. I have a video from earlier this year which recorded huge gas flares being tested for entertainment purposes. Gas flares? Is this environmentally friendly? Conservation? Could Mr Zeman give some specific examples of what Ocean Park does for conservation now? This is a mass entertainment venue stroke theme park. That is from Richard II. Email backchat at rthk.hk. We're joined now by Olivia Tang, Managing Director of Walk-In Hong Kong. do walking tours of uh Various districts and Loken Hayes, a Southern District councillor, still with us uh, is uh, Judy Chan, former Southern District councillor, and Paul Zimmerman, who is a Southern District councillor. Nixie,
6: yeah. So, so I have a question. Like we the first half, first half of the program, we are actually talking about like the, the development. What about the local infrastructure? I think that's a pretty big pressure. On the city center where there's always jammed up with like buses and cars and double, triple parking, so 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 would that be like contradictory to what we, what we are looking at for the future developments?
5: I'm not sure, Nixie, uh, that's uh, who the question is directed to. Everyone
7: involved right, well, in the District Council. <laughs> all
5: right, good. Let me just take it up immediately. Uh, it would be fantastic if we can reorganize traffic and transport within the Aberdeen Town Centre mm. to get the minibuses and the buses off the, uh, the, the small streets, at least for a significant part of the day, to reduce conflicts with the pedestrians there. That would be a good idea. We've um, started discussions several times with the transport department on this, uh, but they have been. Not very strong coming back on those proposals and taking some leadership uh, around that. Uh, Both when uh, Judy and I were in the district council and in the current district council terms, we have brought up those issues and we continue to push uh, the transport department to take some leadership. Now, I think that now that uh, uh, we're going to have the Development um, Bureau Mm -hmm. setting up Mm -hmm. a special office, there is a better chance to get this done. And we have seen this in Energising Kowloon East, that once you have such an office at a high level reporting into the the Development Bureau, and you have a much higher ranking officer in charge, then then you have a chance of getting things done uh, because it always takes collaboration between different departments and different bureaus. So the office, I hope, can help to implement some of these ideas that we have for reducing the traffic and pedestrian conflicts in Aberdeen Town Centre.
4: L- you- Loken Hay, do you want to address that? Good morning.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think it is important to, to handle the traffic in, 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 of hand in the Aberdeen area. And I think that uh, one of, one of the things that we have been raising uh, in, our, in our councils for many years is that uh, the government should look into how we can utilise the Aberdeen Harbour, Aberdeen Trifun uh, uh, Shelter to, 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 for, for people going back and forth uh, within the district. Because that is the, the centre of the district and we can actually put the people onto the ocean onto the water instead of on the street. So uh, I I think the government says something about that uh, in the Invictus Island South plan. Uh, However, I I, I only see that uh, in such manners like uh, tourism. But I think they should also look into some real transportation uh, uh, means. Like like
4: from where to where? Where would people go from and to?
3: Well, from, from Aberdeen to help a to wash your hands, or even if they expand the uh, the, the typhoon shelter uh, to add some other breakwaters, they can even go to Wafu and, uh, and and Chongwen and Ocean Park. And I think it is the, the 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 typhoon shelter itself is at the middle of the Southern District uh, Town Centre. So I think it is a good way to uh, uh, to alleviate the traffic on the road and on the pedestrian.
5: Yeah, so there's a practical example we can use there as well, as if you want to get the tourists to go to the water world, you can either go from Wong Chung Station with buses over the over the narrow roads uh, behind the Po Chung Wan industrial area, to the uh, to the ocean to the water world, or people can get out of the Uplight and MTR station, cross over the, the main street onto onto the ferry that takes them straight into the water world. So then, then you don't have the road traffic, uh, and the experience uh, of the visitors of the water world would be much better. So I think there are many practical examples like that where uh, this idea from Lock and Hay would work very well.
7: Um, in the policy address, I think the. Um the C E also mentioned that, you know, besides having fun, um, she also wants to make the Southern District a, a, a good uh, working and living environment. So I do have a big worry for the Bay Area because the Bay Area has always been the black spot for, um, you know, the, the traffic mm. coming from Ocean Park and also all, the, all the schools around them. Um, and with now, uh, you know, in the next five to ten years, we have another... Um, uh, like four thousand flats um, mm-hmm. built yeah new new population mm-hmm. in the wondrahan area, and we also have the redevelop- redevelopment of the wafu estate in the next it 's going to be you know happening in the next uh, five to ten years so um with you know all this uh, increase in the population i think um I'm really worried about the traffic and if the government is going to extend the South Island Line um, only when the Wafu is done, then it's going to be too late. I mean, the you know, it's not going to be matching um, yeah. what her plan is. So I, I think, you know, having a complete uh, railway of the South Island Line will, will be very important.
6: But, I mean, we were, we were talking about like transportation development, like consultation period, like every, like we, we all know it takes about like 10, 20 years with all those arguments and stuff. So how would that achieve? Like if you're talking about another 4,000 flats that's going to be there and redevelopment of the Wafu estate and everything, what, how we release those pressure? Like it's
7: already very jammed up. Think. Yeah, exactly. So they they got to speed up the plan. They can just you know, uh, I mean, in the policy address, like um, Nancy, you, you you mentioned it is nothing really was new. Everything was old idea. It <laughs> was just uh, so we really need uh, uh, something uh, new input and uh, a speed up process
4: for for the problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olivia Tang is with us. the managing director of Walk in Hong Kong. We do walking tours, uh, Ms. Tang. Good morning to you.
2: Good morning, everyone. Hi, thanks very much indeed for
4: joining us. What, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, you you know, you, you go around different districts. Mm-hmm. What are kind of the lessons you learn about how to revitalise a district? And for example, do you think Kowloon East? Do you think that that works? Uh, Kowloon East. Uh,
2: you're you're talking about the Kuntung area, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, um, for myself, it is actually increasingly difficult to bring people to Kuntong Quint- um, area um, because where the historical side, uh are gradually torn down and there are a lot of construction sites that may not always make for the best uh, walking experience for the moment. Uh, of course, people enjoy the promenade and the view of the uh, Kaitech old run- runway, uh, but it, it seems that the old runway is rather detached from the rest of the city, which maybe be in the future uh, after all the connectivity are finished. That would be better. Um, but for walking tours, what we really value is the authenticity and the organic development of the place and the history and the culture. And, and like tearing too many old things down and building new things, yes, they are beautiful and flashy, uh, but that may not really uh, have much depth to it. So, in that sense, I think Aberdeen, as uh, it actually has quite rich culture uh, and and the stories behind that, it is really worthwhile to preserve it.
4: Mm. Can, can you do that? Can you get kind of um, large numbers of tourists or large numbers of uh, visitors and preserve? Uh, the historic character of a place, a place like the Typhoon yes. Shelter?
2: Yeah, it ties with what we, our company, believe is, is that we don't think mass tourism is the future trend. Uh, with COVID, I think people will be increasingly cautious about travelling in Big groups, right? Because we eat together, mm. right? Almost like the cruise ship idea. But if the future, because of COVID, post-COVID world, um, is going to be more in the, in the independent travellers, in small groups, like their family, the friends, and they travel by public transportation, they come to these places to enjoy and experience what local lives like, Uh, then that would be the model that we we want to embrace.
6: So having like a proper MTL like a rank of uh, con- connectivity is Public very important.
2: Transportation, yes. And I think right now uh, we already enjoy bringing people to Abelhao and Aberdeen because we can exit from the Abelhao MTR station mm-hmm. and they can walk along the main street to see the little shops uh, and then they, they have a beautiful waterfront that opens up to the different fishing boats that are still in the harbour and they can take that tiny little uh, ferry to cross to the Aberdeen side. And, and also, on the weekends, uh, we can arrange and call up an old gentleman to ask his boat to come to the shore. And we can buy a floating noodle from him. Mm. And these a very clean little experience. And, and as we wait for the noodle, we talk about the, the life. And um, even before the Jumbo restaurant closed down, we do take people um, there just to walk around. Because for them, it feels like a movie scene like coming to life uh it's architecture it's symbolism it's very interesting for them they may have seen it in movies uh so so it is another cultural or say now relic <laughs> that is great to be preserved too
6: mm. what about ocean park like did, did you like independence travelers likes to go sites like that or they no longer are interested in like theme parks
2: and stuff um for us, not our clientele, uh, those who join and embrace walking tours and want to learn what Hong Kong people live like and what Hong Kong's real stories are, uh, they're definitely not that interested in Ocean Park mm. uh, because it is for them, it just like looks like another amusement park. And they ask you, well, why do I need to go to this park in Hong Kong when there are many other even more bigger that and Interesting
6: greater- cultural Yeah, mm.
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and it is a, it is is a losing race if you want to compete with a, with an amusement park that is built on artificial fun facilities.
4: Mm. A couple of emails with a common theme Uh, Alan says uh, Paul was was just talking about traffic In the area One obvious policy for an entertainment and recreation area Should be to discourage traffic To pedestrianise and encourage cycling Cheap rental bikes would be ideal In such an area for people arriving by public transport However I'm sure the government Will continue its hostility to cycling In any urban area with spurious excuses Then spend a few tens of billions on new roads to encourage new cars. That's from uh, Alan and uh, Phil B uh, says there was another tragic fatal accident a few days ago in Sai Kung. A cyclist was killed when a fire services department vehicle lost control. If Sai Kung had a dedicated cycle track, such accidents would not happen. Cycle tracks should be a priority now. Is there any cycle track plan for South Hong Kong Island? Lokin Hay, do you know of any thi- discussion about cycling in uh, that area?
3: Well, currently we got 400 meters of cycling track just in Pusilamaza uh, district. But uh, 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 we've
4: been we've that's been Fulham, is it? Yes, meters. park Lam. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: it's just houses. Cyberport area. Yeah, but but it's 400 meters. So
4: it's but what about the south so, side? What about this this part?
3: Well, we, we we would love to see some other measures to allow cyclists to to to, to, to cycle in the district. However, I think it is. It is currently quite difficult for the for the for the for the government to add in some cycling tracks in, in the southern district because the road is so congested and, and the area is so uh, all already developed. So if there are some new development or there are some new uh, plans in, in, in the wash of hand uh, industrial area, if they're trying to turn it into a commercial area I think it is a chance that the government can look into the tra- 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 traffic uh, infrastructure to uh, see whether it is possible to add in some uh, traffic uh, uh, cycling uh, tracks. Uh, and, and, I, and I also believe that if, there is a, if, if the South Island Line West is going to uh, develop, and together with the South Island Line East, the, the the traffic will be much better uh, in the future however uh, the time is still very slow uh, we, we, we we only know that the the MTR company is going to have a, a project uh, details uh, some, some 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 studies uh, heading into the government next year so it's slow but uh, this is something that is going to help the district uh, to 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 try to solve the traffic problem
5: So we need a more constructive attitude from government towards uh, cycling. Cycling is on the increase in the southern district, uh, whether it's the lycra-clad crowd on Sunday or Saturday morning, early, going over the mountain roads to Shekho for their breakfast and then back out again, or whether it's just people that cycle from the MTR station in Wong Chuk Hang to their to the work and, and back. Cycling is on the increase and we need government to respond positively to that. Right now, they're responding negatively by saying, oh, cycling is not allowed, but it is technically allowed on the road, so people are mm-hmm. cycling. And it, because they say cycling is not encouraged in the Southern District, they fail to put in uh, parking spaces for bicycles at the MTR station. As a result, everybody puts their bike everywhere and tie them up to the railings and it's a mess. So we're having this real disjoint um, situation where on one side you've got people that increasingly are on a bicycle. On the other side, government says, oh, it, we don't want it, but we're not doing anything about it. So that has to be brought together. And, and hopefully... This this bureau that is going to look into this, um, uh, this office for for Island South can do the same thing what they did in Energising Kowloon East, where they came up with these ideas for greenways for uh, shared cycle tracks um, and and had to, because of their um, kind of coordination of the various departments had them in, implemented. So, so it, we, I'm having a hope on. High level coordination of all the departments to make sure we can get these policy changes
6: why is it not not in, encouraged in, in the beginning like because of the traffic
5: or as, as Lokin has said i mean uh, we 've got narrow mountain roads and we got and they are already congested uh, the room for improvements so of providing additional yes. cycling facilities is limited, but then by not doing anything you 're creating difficult, dangerous situations, okay. so I think you need to start responding to the, the to the, the demands of the public.
6: I'm just wondering. I think about two, three years ago, there's like this rental bike, uh, like yeah. scene around mm-hmm. town in Hong Kong. Like, did that happen in Southern District? Like so, those rental bikes, sure, sure they were all over
5: the place, and the problem—the mm-hmm, pro- yeah. problem with those rental cycles was that they were parked everywhere. Uh, if they were um, tied to a docking station, so you could limit where people return, and then you know the charging of the bike use stops when you put it back in docking stations, rather than. The charging stops when you dump it on the side of the road. Then there would have had a better chance for this whole system to be successful. But unfortunately, we had a very uh, a limited experiment. Uh, I think we can should have done better. Uh, again, there it was transport department not really working with those bike rental companies to solve the problem, but they just tried to stop them altogether.
6: And Judy
7: yeah i just think that um it, it's, it's true it's not safe to you know to cycling around <laughs> in the south southern area but i would be you know i would be happy to see uh, um the whole southern island would be more connected to each other like um like when i mentioned the uh, traffic problem in the base area um if if uh, government is going to push um you know the the ocean park in the jumbo plan, then I think they should encourage to to limit the traffic into the south to just to use the compulsory um, public transportation and also encourage a single way of flow of traffic like mm. you 're coming in from the uh, from from the, uh, the MTR station, whether in Wan Han or Ocean Park, uh, and then you you know either you either start in the water park or in the ocean park, and then you travel between these parks uh, by water, mm-hmm. then you can re- reduce or avoid the the traffic uh, problems in the base area. And after you finish, you know your day in the parks, then. You can take the MTL or the another boat trip to the Jumbo Restaurant mm. and having a, a meal of sustainable fish. I had that. It was it was delicious, and I think everyone should um, you know should uh, buy. The Be more area. considerate. <laughs> yes, yes. And after after the the nice meal, then uh, you can probably you know. Leave South uh, South Island. Um, I mean, leave the south side through the Portulom area, but mm. not the not the backwards. So um, I don't know, Paul. Maybe uh, I, You know, if I remember, uh, like two years ago, I went to Cyberport. I remember Cyberport was also trying very hard to attract people coming into Cyberport. Um, they were they are trying to build more. Uh, technology experience for mm. local uh, people as well, so that could be another attraction in the south. You know. Mm. You okay, know. Uh,
4: our number is two three three eight eight two six six. We've got a caller on the line, Michael. I think it's Michael Maddis. Good morning.
9: Yeah. Yes. Uh, good morning, Hugh and everybody. Do you there. want to talk about cycling? I, the, yeah, Michael Maddis, Action Age Events. Uh, just two things: one on cycling, and one on uh, an LCF promenade. Um, you did highlight about the uh, cycling there, and myself who over the last 30 plus years has uh, mountain biked you know numerous times down uh, from the Shengwon uh, area around to uh, Aberdeen mm. you know there are sections that are pretty dangerous on on that uh, road after Queen Mary Hospital going down into Aberdeen and it'd be great if there was a cycling lane and even a couple of signs to slow the traffic down there um, that's that's one thing and you know myself uh, being raised in Vancouver, you know, a lot of cyclists like to go venture out and, and, and chill out at a coffee shop and, and take in the waterfront. So I think there's a, a tremendous opportunity to grow not only the, the cyclists to head down there and uh, chill out on the waterfront and give extra business uh, to the, the shops there, but even even to the, uh, the runners, you know, on the waterfront and if the, the cycling path was improved. Second thing was just uh, as an event organizer um you know we own a lot of kayaks and we'd love to be able to do uh, more water sport events and we use uh deep water bay but there's always a lot of restrictions with the uh, the beach there um certain certain months you cannot use it so it'd be great if there was some sort of promenade um where we could launch the kayaks uh to arrange events there that would have a, a pedestrian link going into the country park that would avoid all the traffic somehow mm. Mm.
5: Yeah, I, I like the uh, the idea, Michael. Uh, you and I have spoken on, on some of these ideas before. So the, the use of uh, part of the sections of the beach and make sure that people can do water sports off them and not limited to swimming. I think that's a, that's a very good idea. and We've got to get the LCSD on board. The, uh, but LCSD is quite slow on these matters, so we have to continue to push that. In terms of the uh, walking connectivity, um, that is, I think, the priority. Uh, and, and it's a very different alignment than the cycling connectivity. So the walking connectivity, you know, we, we're looking at in, in, um, getting more trails opened up. So there's an old trail from uh, Water Bay up to Wong Nai Chang uh, that has been closed basically on both ends. But uh, that can be restored. Uh, there is other trails that we like to see open up, the trails around Hong Kong Island. Uh, there's all these sections that need some repair so we hope to see them to be uh, to be uh, opened up and, and fixed up but for cycling the uh, the alignment will not be uh Consistent with the, uh, the pedestrian connectivity, pedestrians can run up and down a set of stairs. Cyclists can't, and so sort they of need, need more infrastructure. So we have to find different alignments for improving the uh, the cycling routes around the southern districts. But I think it, it needs a good good active plan, I and mean, then it would be fantastic to have improvements on the on the cycling connectivity in the southern districts too. Okay,
4: we we touch a nerve when we talk about cycling. Um, let's see. Jeffrey says, "Let's put these are emails. Uh, we've had a flurry. Let's." Put number plates on bicycles so these idiots who ignore traffic rules can get caught (laughs) and they pay a road tax to use to pay for the construction. Uh, uh, Jeffrey also says, let's get the government motivated to have a motorcycle policy and provide and enforce more indoor parking locations and reduce car use. agree. Paul has a motorcycle, he understands, <laughs> says uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> Alan says, your guest responded to my suggestion about bikes by talking about how hard it is to build cycling tracks. You do not need new tracks, use the roads. They don't need massive infrastructure, just the government allowing it to happen. There's hostility and confiscation of destruction of parked bikes, for instance. Build cycling racks near bus and train stations. As for the usual BS about how narrow the roads are and congestion, these are ideal places to ride bikes. Look at any old European city. Uh, that is uh, from uh, Alan Three. Lewis says I support the other listeners' views about the government attitude towards cycling in Hong Kong, particularly Sai Kung. The previous Sai Kung district chairperson and his business cronies refused to accept incorporating a cycle track into the new Hiram's Highway development. There is a demand for cycling in Hong Kong, particularly Sai Kung. Let's let hope the government and Cycling District Council changes its attitude towards cycling, particularly after that terrible, fatal accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, the they of. have to
5: fight harder in cycling, otherwise they won't get it because there's nothing the current plans from here as a highway. So please fight.
4: Yeah, it's not happening. I'll yeah. tell you that. Um, <laughs> no. E says. Uh, the idea of a sailing centre at the Shaco Quarry site is not a completely new idea. Many years ago, it was proposed as a relocation site for the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club when the original design of what's now the Central Wan Chai Bypass Tunnel was going to be mm. surface road built over the yacht's current uh, club's current Kellett Island site. Tam is a great place for sailing. On Stanley Main Beach, there is currently an LCSD sailing centre and some private higher uh, sailing outfits. Over by the quarry is the ad hoc Hobie Cat Club. The key to getting this project right will be public transport access to the site perhaps with a water taxi service from Stanley.
5: Or from Taitam Reservoir uh, Dam area, the time they took uh, ferry to uh, to uh, to that location.
4: Okay. And uh, one more email from Magnus uh, who says, uh, Southern District is fantastic and does indeed have great potential for sustainable development if thought through properly, bringing benefits to both locals and visitors. One thing that will hold this back is the ongoing utterly disgraceful state of the waters in Aberdeen Typhoon Shelter. Mm. For years already, we've had a veritable flotilla of cleanup boats patrolling daily, recently added to by two HSBC-sponsored solar-powered vessels. That is all great, but of course it's ludicrous and shameful that such a daily operation is needed. Even with all these vessels and people working all day, every day, the water conser- condition is still a disgrace, an embarrassment to Hong Kong. To state the extraordinarily obvious, what we need is action at the source of the problem. First education, eyewitness rubbish being thrown from fishing boats every single day. anything. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. Second, penalties actually being enforced. I have never seen any action taken by the Marine Department and Marine Police. The regulations are in place but are simply not enforced. Classic Hong Kong dereliction of duty by the authorities. And third, further regulation. The styrofoam boxes used by the fish transport boats clearly cannot be managed in any environmentally acceptable manner. These are a huge problem, not just in the typhoon shelter. Check any section of Hong Kong coastline and you will find them. It's shameful that their use is still permitted. These must be banned and reusables introduced, as has been done in almost uh, done in any other first world fishery you care to mention. On the same subject, Hong Kong must urgently follow Macau's lead and ban all styrofoam products as used for lunch boxes and takeaway meals. Uh, those thoughts are from Magnus. Thank you very Griefly much indeed for, yes. for those ideas and those uh, observations by our listeners. And thank you very much indeed to our guest, to Olivia Tang, Managing Director of a Walk-In, that's a walk-in Hong Kong, we we'll do walking tours, to uh, Southern District Councillor Lokin Hay, to uh, former District Councillor uh, Judy Chan, and to uh, Paul Zimmerman, a Southern District Councillor at uh, present. And Nixie, thank you very much indeed. Uh, one more time, Father Christmas, with us tomorrow, we're going to try to be positive tomorrow and try to have a little fun and talk about uh, making Hong Kong happy for the first part of the programme uh, and then the second part, uh, Father Christmas himself will be here and uh, we're encouraging children to uh, phone up so if you want to talk, uh, tell Father Christmas what you want for Christmas um, ask him any questions, uh, he'll be here uh, to answer that, so that's between 9 and 9.30 uh, tomorrow something a little bit different, I hope you can enjoy us uh, join us and uh, enjoy the programme The weather mainly cloudy today. A couple of light rain patches in the morning and at night. Bright periods forecast during the day with temperatures up to about 22 degrees. The outlook cloudy with a few rain patches in the next few days. Temperatures dropping significantly early next week. Temperatures below 15 degrees. 19 Celsius now and the relative humidity is at 68%.
8: The chief executive has announced the 2020 policy address with measures to leverage one country, two systems and central government support and to inject new impetus into Hong Kong. We will enhance our status as an international financial centre, aviation hub and INT hub, diversify development, create land for housing, create jobs, improve people's livelihood and integrate into the country's development. Let's strive ahead with renewed perseverance. Visit
4: policyaddress.gov.hk. 9.34, the news now with Samantha Butler.
1: Infectious disease expert Leung Chu has appealed to the public to stay home for two weeks as he likened the coronavirus outbreak to a raging fire. Dr Leung also suggested the government should set up a response mechanism for outbreaks so it can quickly implement quarantine measures such as sealing off areas and preventing people from leaving. National Health Service officials in Britain say thousands of vaccinations have taken place on the first day of a mass coronavirus inoculation program. Britain is the first nation in the world to administer a fully tested jab. The government has ordered 40 million doses with 800,000 in the first batch. And the US President-elect Joe Biden has outlined his plans to combat a deepening coronavirus health emergency.